Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Uncorked with Funny Wine Girl. This is Funny Wine Girl, aka Janine Luby. And uh, here we are rolling along through July. And I had, I took a little break for two weeks. And then last week you heard from Vicki at uh, Disability Pride PA. So hopefully you gained a little bit of insight about what people with seen and unseen disabilities go through and learning a little bit more about that. And they have some amazing events throughout Pennsylvania. So check those out because they are for the entire community, not just people with disabilities disabilities. It's great for all of us to come together, connect, and make better understandings. And uh, speaking of connections, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, And I always like to tell you each week how I know my guests, because sometimes I've never met them and I'm meeting them for the first time online, thanks to other people or thanks to different connections. And this is thanks, we'll thank Facebook, even though sometimes Facebook's not always the best, but it can help connect people. So thanks to Facebook, uh, I was able to connect with Elizabeth and Sabrina Rodriguez, and they've been doing so many fantastic things in the community here in Scranton, uh, and just great, and I think it's a great model for people in other communities, but what they're doing is fantastic. They're really active, and so we're going to talk today about upcoming Latino Fest collections for uh, backpacks for school supplies, which is so needed, and all the wonderful work that they're doing. So I'd like to welcome Elizabeth and her daughter, Sabrina. Welcome, ladies. Hi, how are you? Hello. Hello. Good. It's great to see you both. And so let's get started. It's funny. I had said a lot of times I know who my guests are. They're people I've known for years in the community or maybe someone else, you know, knew them and I knew the person between. So other than on Facebook, I I haven't met you ladies and I will definitely have to come out and and meet you in person at an upcoming event because you certainly have a lot of wonderful events. But tell us for the listeners, just to get a little bit better understanding about you guys, our gals, I should say, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Elizabeth, I'll start with you. Um, I am a native New Yorker. I moved to, I became a Scrantonian in 2013. Uh, I'm a mom, a grandmother. <laughs> uh, I love living in Scranton. Uh, um, Can I stop you one second? Only because I'm a proud Scrantonian. And for years I've fought people going, what's to do there? And I, I, after I smack them around for about 15 minutes and tell them all about the great place, tell me where, did you come from New York city? Where in New York did you come from? I came from Queens, uh, Queens, New York. Okay. Born and and raised all my life. I was 53 when I took the plunge and I took the plunge chasing after my daughter who had remarried and moved to Scranton. Um, and mommy, mama bear wound up moving two months later, right next door to her. Oh, okay. Well, Sabrina, we're going to get to you in a minute, but tell me only because I wanted to ask you, Elizabeth, you said you like living here and I, I like living here. So I know what I like, but tell me after being in New York, a lot of people might go, oh, well, how, you know, it's so different. What, what is it that you like about living here? I like the change, the peacefulness living in New York. You have everything there, granted, you do. You have everything there, the opportunities and things to do. But the life here, I guess at my age, I was 53 years old, I was looking for a different pace, a different setting, more neighborly. Uh, I, I love my neighbors. Uh, I found more things to do, actually, than I did in New York. Um, take off in the car, go to different towns, so much history, so much culture. Uh, parks. There's, there's so much more to do. And I don't know who says they don't have nothing to do here. They're wrong. Start researching. There is. 
All right. I love you already. That's all I need to hear. (laughs) No, I agree wholeheartedly. So that's great. Now, Sabrina, let me ask you then. So you came here. Is it for love that you came here? Can we say that you got married or what happened? (laughs) No, my, uh, my, uh, my elder sister, she moved out in Scranton after she got married. Oh, okay. Okay. So So I was the the opposite. I was the opposite of what she's saying. I, I always thought there was nothing to do and it was boring. And, you know, I was also 23 when we moved here. So I got to connect with friends and things like that. And then I started realizing we do have things to do. It's just networking, talking and meeting new people, not keeping yourself in a bubble, which I did for a very, very, very long time. So I'm 32 and I have one daughter. She's about to be seven. Um, and I worked at the bars and I worked at, you know, the, the clubs. And once I started branching out and getting older and wanting a slower paced life, I realized there is a lot more to do than I thought. And being in the group and creating the group has actually helped me a lot realizing that. Well, that's great. And, and I get that too, at a different age, you might've wanted something different and then it took you a while. I mean, I, exactly. Yeah. Maybe you wanted the clubs, right? Is that it? <laughs> totally get that. I, now that I'm 51, I don't get that. I'm like, I want to be on my couch, drinking wine, watching yes. Netflix, but that's yes. Me. Yes. yes. <laughs> but you mentioned, um, uh, you mentioned Sabrina, the, the group, let's talk a little bit about that first. I know you and your mom both work on this. It's giving back to the community. And I yes. believe that's how I first uh, found out about Elizabeth and we got connected. What you guys are doing is wonderful because what you're doing, you're bringing people together so that they can connect. Tell me a little bit about the purpose of the group, because through that, I know you guys are doing all sorts of wonderful things in Scranton area. So (laughs) the purpose was originally to get my mom back into doing what she used to do in New York. And I wanted her to get out there. So I put the bug in her ear and I said, let's get this started. I, I know the community, me being outside, right? <laughs> I was outside <laughs> realizing certain things that we might need um, that I haven't seen. And I felt that together as one, we can execute that and give back to the community and be able to get people together. You know, instead of going online and buying something from Amazon, we might be able to put someone in a position where, Rebecca down the road has the same thing for a cheaper price and better material. So it was more to get us together um, as a community. And, you know, this is where I'm raising my daughter. So I want her to have more in life. New York is very fast paced. So you don't realize what there is to offer. You know, obviously the, the rent is expensive. Everything is a lot more. So you might forget about the bigger picture of life, which is to meet people and to network and to, you know, I love the fact that here I feel comfortable with my daughter playing outside. Mm -hmm. You know, we have our neighbor friends and I'm inside watching my shows and I know she's good. So I want to just, we want to just give back and create a platform for everyone. It was right after the pandemic. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. She mentioned something like this before the pandemic, and I pretty much, nah, I don't have time. No. <laughs> um, and after the pandemic and the year that everything started opening up, she bought the idea again. She says, "Mommy, let's do an event. Let's 
And I said to her, you know, I've noticed a lot of these great places have closed. Restaurants I had gone to, little stores, and you would walk and you would drive and they, they were gone. Um, I said, there are so many small businesses still out there. She has her own small business and I do too. Small business and small, small. But by the grace of God, we still had good supporters that we lost, but they were still coming to us. So that's when we said, we're going to do this based on trying to bring together such small businesses so the communities can know they are still there. Yeah. So tell us, Elizabeth, you said you have a business. It doesn't matter how small. That's okay. What is your business? What do you do? My business is called QT Bows and More. It's a customization of all types, t-shirts, uh, oh, you name it, decor, uh, you name it, hair bows. I started this. She could customize a mouse if, if, if you needed it. <laughs> I That's started for the computer, this. not a little mouse that eats cheese. I, <laughs> I started this in, I think, 2017 or 18. Um, because I was working, I, um, unfortunately two months after I got here, I, uh, had a slip and fall and I became disabled. Oh, yes. So I was going stir crazy. I had, and I had small granddaughters and I believe in cute hair bows for little girls. So I started making them bows. And before you knew it, everybody was asking the mother, where did she get them? Tutu sets, birthday t-shirts, you name it. And that gave me an outlet, something to do. So. That's what it's called. It's cutie bows and more, which I've pretty abandoned for, for, for like a year now <laughs> because we're doing so much with giving back to the community, but that's okay. I, um, what I'm doing now is just as self-satisfying and worthwhile to me because prior to becoming disabled, one of my goals was to have, was to have a not-for-profit um in New York that was something I wanted to do eventually from working outreach and community outreach in New York so um, that's something you were familiar with already in New York yes because I worked for what is called here Naval Works in New York is called Naval Housing Services okay. so I worked for them as a community outreach community advocacy and we did all kinds of events right. for the community she used to come with me yeah. Little girl. Oh, well. She was at all these events with me all the time. So. That's another reason why I said, you know, like I wanted to push her into doing something, you know, together and getting other women and families involved. Yeah. And it sounds like Elizabeth certainly had the, the background, definitely in the experience from New York. Now, Sabrina, tell us a little bit about, I know you have a couple things going on of your own too. You have a business and you also do, I believe, a poetry night. Tell us about your business first. Yes. So my business name is Beyond Your Expectations and we are an event and party planning. I'm an event and party planning coordinator. And um, for the most part, for since 2019, I've been booked a lot for like baby showers and first birthday parties and romantic setups in a nice hotel room for a spouse for an anniversary. But I wanted to show that I can organize, host and coordinate a show. So um, at the time, my friend Ida was like, why don't you do something with poetry? Or I'm like, you know what? I think that sounds good. It's different. It's different. I did my research for about three months. Um, I checked out if we have poetry shows in the area. What I noticed, we had a lot of open mics. So open mics is just in the area, people coming and performing as they go. There's no audition base or any kind of structure. It's just go, 
So I started to do more investigation and I even went to a couple of poetry shows in Philadelphia and in the outskirt area of um, Scranton and there was no shows. So I decided to host a Rhythm and Rhymes Poetry Night. Um, we're going on our seventh show, I believe. Wow. July 29th is a themed poetry show. It's going to be a woman empowerment ladies night. Um, males are invited as well, <laughs> but <laughs> all the vendors are women. The photographer is a woman. The DJ is a woman. And six out of the eight poets are women as well. I added two, two of the fellas because they're really good at hyping us up as women <laughs> all right we'll allow that then <laughs> we'll allow them to go and then I've also ventured out into reggae bingo um where we grew up in Queens uh we had a lot of West Indians Guyanese um Trinidadians Jamaicans so I grew to love their music their their type of music which is reggae dance hall and Afrobeats. so again I did my research and <laughs> I noticed we had a lot of purse bingos and um, music bingos, but it wasn't geared to a certain type of demographic, which I love Caribbeans. I'm also Caribbean myself, which is Puerto Rican and Dominican. So I'm on to my second reggae bingo. And um, I love it. I love doing what I do. I love making families happy when they come in and see all the decorations and the poetry nights. Um, I love hearing people who have said, I never liked poetry. And I'm like, you see, you can relate to it. And it's kind of therapeutic for me in a sense as well to sit there and listen to their poems and um, the art. I grew up dancing on a stage. My mom had me in dance for a couple of years. And Body. yeah, a lot of years. <laughs> I did competitions and she was there with me the whole way and auditioned to the arts high schools in New York. And so I, I love all forms of art. So that was another reason why I wanted to do poetry because I noticed that the art doesn't get recognize as much as it should yes. especially in this area because if you go into Philadelphia it's everywhere you you see it everywhere murals everywhere flyers of poetry shows art exhibits so I just wanted to create something else as well for um older than 30 something for us to do that doesn't involve the bar, the bar and the clubs. Mm -hmm. You can have a glass of wine there, but it's something fun and different. And that's what, that's what I do with my business. So tell me when, uh, before I, I have a question for you, but July, the one that's coming up, July 29th, I think you said rhythm and yes. where is that held? So Rhythm and Rise Poetry Night, Ladies Night, Women in Power theme. It's July 29th from 5 to 10 p.m. at the Holiday Inn in Dunmore, 200 Teague Street. Um, and it's going to be an amazing night. Um, it's, um, it's a way to show empowerment to us ladies um, through art and painting. Uh, we will have eight poets, 11 amazing women-owned vendors, complimentary appetizers and snacks. There will be a cash bar. Holiday Inn also will have their restaurant open if you wanted to order anything heavier than an appetizer. Two live painters. 
and I'm still working on a body painter. <laughs> oh, wow. That sounds very different. Very cool. And how about the, uh, the next, do you have a plan? The next bingo? Yes. The next reggae bingo is August 12th from seven to 10 30, I believe. Yeah. Seven to 10 30. And that will be hosted at the A and Z A and Z Scranton hotel on Meadow Avenue right here in Scranton. Um, there will be 12 with, with the entrance fee, it will be 12 bingo, basic bingo cards and three jackpot bingos that are reggae themed. Mm -hmm. So instead of numbers, it will be reggae artists or songs. Oh, okay. Well, that's very different. Well, before I get back to you, Elizabeth, I just wanted to ask you, Sabrina, another question about how, how has this been received? Because this is definitely something that's new and different to the area. But as someone who's lived here my whole life, it is changing. The city is changing. It is becoming more diverse, the population. So I would think it would, what you're doing is needed and hopefully is, is being well received. Um, it actually has been very well because of the point, the, the reason for it is to bring outsourced poets and local poets together to create a platform that they can network and meet new people or meet new artists. Um, and it's just an area for everyone to feel empowered in a sense, you know, it might be, I actually had a poet that was just in the audience and has had never touched a microphone and pulled me over and said, can I get on? And I'm like, well, it's not open mic. Let me see what you got. And when he showed me, I said, yeah, you got to get up there and do it. So it's, it's just one of those things where if you are goal oriented and you're, whether it be you make bows or you're doing a show, it's an area where everyone is chasing after a dream yeah. and you could just feed literally you feed off of each other so when people come they're surprised they are some are surprised or some just love poem poetry and writing so it's just an area where it feels good it is and I feel good doing it and watching everyone enjoy it that's wonderful. And I am all about women empowerment. I do my shows for all comedian, female comedians. Now I'm a little different. I don't allow the gentlemen usually just because there's a certain <laughs> vibe. And I've been told by a lot of the women, it's a safe space. It's a certain vibe. And I am all for that empowerment, but it sounds fantastic what you're doing. Well, we hope to see you there. Yeah, that is. So I have to, well, of course I have the recording, so I won't forget. <laughs> now, Elizabeth, let's talk a little bit more about giving back to the community and what you guys have coming up. You've already done from what I've, I've seen. I didn't get to go over, but you did something for Easter. You've been doing a bunch of fabulous events that help uh, the community, help family members, but you've got some great things coming up. So the Latino Fest is coming up August 5th. Let's start there and let's talk a little bit about, I mistakenly posted earlier today that it was the first one in the area, but you guys thankfully corrected me. We have had Latino Fest before yes. mm -hmm. in the Scranton area, but it's been a while. They kind of haven't been going on. So now you're bringing it back and tell us where it is, what the day is about, what people can expect and why they should come out. The Latino Fiesta is August, Saturday, August 5th from 12 to 7 p.m. It will be at Nayog Park. I have to first say that we have to thank the Scranton Municipal Recreation Authority, Bob Gattins, because he took one heck of a chance on five women who had never done anything like this last year. And he opened his, that park to us when we did our Halloween trunk retreat and has been fantastic. 
so thanks to him, we have a space to do what we like to do, which is community events. That day we are, well, we're expecting, according to the event, it's over almost 700 people. Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. Um, a little scary, <laughs> but um, there will be food. We have uh, different cultures, Latin culture food. We will have, importantly, community resources. Um, that's one of the things I was adamant about. I wasn't, I know you need music and I know you need food, but I also, our goal is community. And there are a lot of resources that the community doesn't know about. And, you know, they don't. So we, we have over maybe close to 20 tenths of community resources, um, organizations. We have about, I believe it's about 45 vendors. More than half of them are small local businesses from within Scranton and adjoining areas. Another one of our goals, keep it local, keep it small. Um, we'll be four live performers. Uh, we have four DJs, God bless them. They have donated their time. We have Edup Miranda. We have DJ uh, e, nice. e Nice. We have DJ Robert and DJ Hollywood. They are giving up their time because this takes money. Um, activities for the kids. Again, yeah. that was the number one. We wanted the kids to have fun. Um, families come and they'll go pick up some food and they can go listen to some music and the kids are standing there because I have my kids small like when are we going home <laughs> bored uh, we will have bounce house we have two bounce houses we have one that's for the bigger kids we also have a toddler we have dino Jurassic Park 570 God bless him he's always for the community and himself face painting um, Oh my God, the, Sam Lenza, the hula hooper will be there also. We're, we're also working on more things. So the we have the reader. Chris. Child, his name, oh my Child. God, he's going to kill me. He is, um, he writes children's books. Charles, oh. he will kill me, but we'll have story <laughs> time. We have a story time Story section. time section. He has a wonderful book about, uh, what's the, it's about a dog. And it's a great book. So we're going to have also story time where he will read, to, has a PowerPoint presentation. He will read the story to the children. Um, what else? The, the, the dancers? Culture. We have, as of now, one uh, Mexican folklore cultural dance group. They're like Aztec. And we're on the verge of getting another one from the uh, Ecuador to do their cultural dance. It was, I wanted it to be, we wanted it to be more focused on culture. Um, Scranton is diverse in so many Latin countries. I believe in Lackawanna County, Scranton has the highest population in Latinos. It isn't about one Latino. It's about, oh. a, as a whole. Um, the dance school. We also have a dance school who's giving up their time uh, local. It's gonna dance. It, it's the support we've gotten has been phenomenal. Um, the great. sponsorships that we've gotten has been phenomenal because we couldn't do it without them. We are not a not-for-profit. 
Uh, many people don't know. We're just five. Well, no, we're just six <laughs> regular women who said, oh, we could do this. <laughs> and Janine, we've been able to. That's great. Every yeah. event, the community has been so great. Thanks to the community, the honestly. Community. That's wonderful. And why do you think, I know, like I said, I was born and raised here. We've had the Italian festival every year, La Festa, that's always mm -hmm. known. There's, you know, different Greek food festivals. I know at Naog, I think there was Jewish food festival recently, recently. But, mm -hmm. but it is important that we have all cultures represented. Why do you, what do you, what does this mean for you as part of the Latin culture? What is this having this event to be part of it, to bring it to people so that they can better understand and enjoy the culture? I am from, I am Puerto Rican descendant. So I don't know what it's like to have the, the stigma of immigration, the stigma of no English, um, coming from a country where you're afraid of the police, you're afraid to get um, help. I don't know what that's like. I can only imagine. Um, and I think we all need to be respected. Every Latino culture needs to be respected. Um, there, even if you're here, I'm gonna be honest, without immigration status, but you're working, you're a hard worker. These families are hardworking people. They're raising their children here. This is our community. We have to be together. This is for everyone. That is for everyone, but it is, yes, to show respect to the large Latino community that we have here in Scranton. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Anything that you'd want to add to that, Sabrina, coming from just a younger, uh, I'm sure you, you've experienced things maybe a little differently, obviously, because you're younger. You, you know, I feel like younger people are a little bit different in their views, for sure. So anything from your perspective? Honestly, it makes me really happy that we can do this for our culture and community um, as far as both Scranton and our Hispanic community um, for the simple fact that when I was older, well, when I was old enough that my mom could take me to the Puerto Rican festival, it was around that time where it was terrible. It was terrible. Ladies were getting, you know, groped on and it was a lot of drinking and this was in New York. So we never got to go. We never got to go. We, it was nothing that, it was something every year we would get excited and go to. So it just stopped. And now that I can provide again for my daughter, something that she can be raised with every year and know her culture and know other people's culture. I love it. I love it. Um, it brings me a lot of joy and I can get emotional, but I don't want to because well, I'm the crybaby. <laughs> I can cry on the drop of a dime. So it just honest, it just makes me feel happy. And being there in that moment when everything is executed, it's so empowering as well. So it's That's like great. another another thing that I can give another person is do it because the feeling at the end is so worth it. Yeah. And what you're showing your daughter is wonderful too. She's seeing a strong woman who's bringing people together, which my gosh, that's wonderful. That's really awesome. So let's talk about, thing. yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> and you by, raised by a strong woman, Elizabeth doing this, tell us a little bit about, so this is going to be a great 
uh, fiesta on August 5th. And another thing you have going on and people can help uh, by donating even at this event and they can donate at other areas too and, and, and drop off goods. You collect supplies for back to school backpacks and things. And you're, it's a wonderful thing that you're doing for families who need this. Tell us a little bit about that project. Um, the, I, we call it pack a backpack because literally with $20, you can take a backpack and put the essentials for a child to start school with just $20. So it's called Pack a Backpack School Supply Drive. Um, fortunately, I posted, we need drop small businesses to please serve as drop-off locations. But we know we had like 10. There are 10 boxes and 10 local businesses who are more than happy. I said, bring them down. Um, Ease Mobile Wellness Health Fitness Studio is there. Uh, Dumbo Health Center, bring the box down. Lagos Place in Old Forge, bring the box down. Phantom Cycles, sort this box in Old Forge. Phantom Cycles is in Wyoming. Message me, or email me. We would love to support, bring the box down. Electric City Selfie, it's, it's been phenomenal. ANZ, which is form ANZ Hotel, formerly Four Points, bring the box down. I could not believe it because that is additional help. You know, they have it there. Their customers see it. They can come back another day. Once they saw it, they come back another day, drop something off. Like I said, the support. I'm, I'm still receiving messages like, can we be a drop-off yes. location? <laughs> um, That's wonderful. No. I decided to do this. Um, the economy is, is bad. Um, at COVID was one thing, but it left us with all this residual headaches afterwards. Some families aren't even getting over COVID just yet. They're still in the financial hole. Um, and for families to have one child, imagine three or four kids, the prices, everything's sky high. So if I, I don't have any little kids anymore. This is, this is the, the last. <laughs> um, for those that have a blessed that can have made it from COVID, got over the hump of COVID and are doing good now, thank your lucky stars. Give back because of you're blessed and you give it forward, you will continue to be blessed. It, it's just a full circle. So if I can do something good, I know I will receive it back in return. My family will receive it back in return. And these people will be so forever grateful. Um, it's so It's now, been- I was just gonna say how will, so the backpacks, let's say someone you know who's doing okay, but maybe they can't afford everything. You They can drop off school supplies too, that's okay. If they drop off like uh, pens, pencils, I'm guessing, things like that, whatever the kids use. You can drop off whatever you can it afford. It can be one pack of pencils. One pack of pencils takes care of one child. And that, you know, is more than we could ever think. You know, if you can only afford one book bag that costs $10, one book bag would, would help. It will reach, it will help us reach our goal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's all said, we would want. You said earlier, I think you're in line to help. Is it maybe 300? Is that right? Yeah, we, oh, we're crazy. Um, they say I'm crazy. I do the schedule for the year and I, it was already done and I added this. 
Aha. Mm-hmm. I do the schedule for the year. Um, we did, we are, we're 300. We have broken it into two. On the 19th of August, there is O-Forge pickup. We divided it where whoever's closer to that area can go there. And then the ones that are closer, Scranton, Archibald, Carbondale, over here on the 26th. So that we gave both areas chances. Sometimes a person from that area can't get down here. So I have, we've been blessed also with ladies who have joined us as committees. And they've been a blessing because it's, it's five of us, but we have responsibility. Well, I don't. They have responsibilities. Yes, you do. Uh, you know, they have children, they work, the other five ladies, they work, they have children. It's hard. Um, we have, what is it, five or six of the, in the committee? Six. It's oh. about five or six women in a committee that they pick an event and will work with you on this. So Miss Contreras is, lives in Old Forge. She is also a supporter who has been a trunker and done a lot. And she will be taking care of the Old Forge side. Um, and on the 26th, we'll pick up on this side. But the most fantastic part of this is that ANZ Hotel, uh, formerly, like I said, Four Points, has turned around and said that they are literally opening their doors. Well, not their doors, their parking lot. Opening <laughs> their parking lot and they're turning it into a fun fest, like last hurrah before school, fun fest day for the kids that are picking up that day. So there's going to be music and entertainment for the kids. I mean, ice I cream. Ice cream. I couldn't believe when they got in touch with us and said, as giving back, because they're a business, as giving back, we are going to collaborate with you by turning our parking lot into a free day for the kids. And fantastic. We couldn't, we can't believe the support we get sometimes. It just, I find it in my emails and I'm like, oh. It's a nice reason to smile when you open those emails, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then so she's what, calling me. Oh my God. Do this. Oh my God. I'm like, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> That's wonderful. And what day will that be? That fun day? That will be Saturday, August 26th. August 26th. So how do, let's say some families that are struggling, how do they, uh, do they have to register? Do they reach out to you? Yes. Registration will open up. I believe is July 26th to 30th. Um, we will post the registration, two separate registrations. One is for those that live closer to the old Forge, Taylor Music and area. And then we've got the one for this side. Um, it reaches a cap because unfortunately we have to cap it. Once sure. it reaches 150 on both sides, it will close. We had to do the same thing at Christmas when we did the toy giveaway. Um, in the meantime, we're also working with Kiss Peace of Pennsylvania. Um, we will be helping their families that are registered through them. Um, and uh, one more, I think, I believe the Women's Resource Center, we reached out and we'll see if we can collaborate with them. Because if they know families, they'll send them over to us. We did the same thing for Easter. We provided Easter baskets for their kids. Yeah. And that is so important, especially, I mean, women in transition there who need the services of Women's Resource Center, they're, you know, fleeing their homes often. And that, you know, that I'm sure that is so mm-hmm. important and appreciate it for them to help their kids. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. 
So that now, so for, uh, this is going to air July 27th. So anyone can, what is the latest that they can actually drop off at a drop-off place to donate some uh, back to school supplies? It could be the day before. If there's anything extra and additional, we'll make a post again. So if if you want to know about our events or how to donate, you would just follow either or pages, the Giving Back to the Community Facebook page or the Communities Working Together um, group page. Or you could just send any of us a, um, a friend request on our personal page. I myself add every and anyone. <laughs> so I just see it as you might have something to offer and I might have something to offer to you. So I'm adding everyone. Um, so you can either follow our pages to see when. So what we would do is if we have additional donations after, sometimes you don't get the Amazon package till the day after sometimes. So we'll make other backpacks and we'll post them and whoever still needs, like I said, we want to exceed 300. If we could, that's what we want. We would love to give back to more than what we give ourselves initially. So, and that's a great goal. Yeah, we do have an Amazon gift registry. It's on the giving back to community and and a Walmart uh, registry. Um, some people don't like to go shopping, so it makes it a lot easier. They can just go click right in there. And one thing we are, we're frugal, we make sure everything's <laughs> economical, it's a good price. Um, but they do have some great sales. They really do. <laughs> I know they do, actually. Yeah. For back to school, yes, they do. They're yeah. Fantastic. Um, but anything, um, businesses want to help themselves, anyone. Um, we are humbled and so appreciative of any help that we receive. Like I said, we're not a nonprofit. We're not a fully organized um, entity. So for us to accomplish anything, it's a lot harder. Yeah. Um, I told the young ladies from the beginning, my daughter, um, the other members, which is uh, Lisa Miranda, um, Amy Morell, Jennifer Alvarez, and Asia Naya Hoffman, I've let them know it gonna be hard <laughs> when we go knocking on doors so to say they're gonna look at us like oh, who are you yeah who are we giving our money to but i think by now we've shown that um you're helping we're doing we're doing right by your help yes with the things that we've done um and we're very transparent um so that's wonderful. Are you, I mean, obviously, like you mentioned, when you get these emails, you're so happy. Are you surprised by how much everyone's embraced this or? or I no? am. I am. I feel like I get emotional every time I open my message. I wake up every day with messages, um, whether it be how can I donate? When can I donate? Can I register? Or even how do I go about creating an event like you do? So it, it, it I still am surprised. I screenshot it and send it right over. Look on the messages. Look, oh my God, look what, who no. messaged me. The best messages are the ones that email or Facebook messages are the ones that saying thank you. Mm, those are the good ones. Yeah. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for giving our kids something to do. Thank you for creating things for us to do. Um, our Halloween event the, the messages were still coming like three months after. And they've started to come already. Are you having it again this year? Yep. Because we and turned the, that into a block party. It yeah, and that's like, at the park yeah. too, right? At New York Park. Yes. Yes. 
And we're already getting messages from the parents and they, all of them, they were just thankful. Thank you for three hours where my child, I knew, I just sat, sat, stood back and my child was enjoying music and hot chocolate and face painting and the hula hooper and, and a bunch of candy. A, uh, <laughs> the Spank Karate School, a bunch of candy, yes. Uh, the Spank Karate School show of their skills, pro bono. And um, Five Star Academy danced, beautiful, pro bono. Um, but all the trunkers that were there. More than half didn't even were local businesses. 34 cars and 22 of them were local businesses. Wow. That's, That's wonderful. For giving back. Yeah. Because the yeah. amount of candy you needed for 400 kids well, is a lot. <laughs> the craziest part about it was we had a registration. And with every event is a trial and tribulation. So we messed up and didn't have it on the flyer that it was a registration event. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as the line is growing, we're looking at each other and we're like, we think this is more than 150 people because was it was 150 200, 200 originally and i'm like mom what are we going to do about this registration and our other group members are like well we need to toss it like what are we going to do we're going to tell these little kids with costumes that they can't come in we ended up too. we ended up tossing it well we ran it by the, the trunkers, do you have enough? We had, thankfully, again, we have to thank the community that we had enough candy to be able to give the cars that maybe didn't have enough candy. So we were able to replenish everyone and open the open the doors to everyone. And it ended up being over, over 400 kids. Whoa. Whew. And I actually grabbed my mom by the shoulders while we were there. And I'm like, do you see what we just did? Like, do you, are you watching everything? And, started and I started to cry because it was just, again, in that moment, it's so worth all the, the work, the work, the work, <laughs> the worry, because it's not just, you know, the work behind it. You put the work and sometimes, you know, might not have half of the people show up. You never know. Those are the chances that That's you right. take. So that we can trust our community is a good feeling as well, because if they say that they're going to be there, they were there. They That's were fantastic. They were, they were happy to be yeah. there. And we all had a good time. Well, I ran a lot that day. <laughs> I, was, I was back and forth a lot. You got your steps crazy, in that day. <laughs> it was a crazy day. 34 cars, uh, I would say 18 feet across. Side. No. Oh, okay. So, 10, 18. It was, and we were, we were just starting. So it was just five of us, no volunteers, no nothing. So wow. we did it all on our yeah, own. Yeah. I think we only had like one volunteer. one volunteer. Wow. At that time, you know, now we're getting more of where, you know, they're starting to trust who we are, you know? And like I said, like my mom stated that, you know, they look at you, who are you? You're asking for a donation. What, what are you guys doing? Is it going to the right place? So now that we've done it a couple of times, we're getting more trust from the community. So yes. now we do have more volunteers. Now we have more people offering help. We would love to continue to make it grow even bigger. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you because as a Scrantonian, you're doing great things. And I'm so glad you're bringing the community together because it's showing who we are. And I think the businesses who give and the individuals who give, they're just showing how much they care. And I think you kind of orchestrating that is just fantastic. I think that's great. Thank you. And we and will keep trying. I, so that's wonderful. And when I put this together and we promote this on social media, I will be sure to mention the groups 
And uh, the name of the groups, in case people aren't already involved, you can check them out on Facebook or reach out to you, Elizabeth or Sabrina Rodriguez. Uh, friend them, friend request, send a message. And if you need to, if you want to donate or if you need some help or if you want to get involved and volunteer, definitely reach out. So as we start to wrap up here, um, is there anything else? I know you will continue to be busy all year because you two won't stop. I could tell your whole group won't stop. Is there anything else you'd like to just add uh, briefly in closing? I know we have Latino Fiesta. We have the backpack, uh, pack a backpack and wonderful stuff and the great uh, activities that you've got going on. Sabrina, I will definitely include some information about that as well. Anything else you just wanted to say or share in closing? Um, just follow our pages. Just um, if you want to get involved, get involved. Reach out to us. You're more than welcome. Um, this is what it's about. Working together. Like I said, reach out. You see an event that you might be interested in, you want to be part of that, reach out to us. Get involved. You have an idea. We'll try. <laughs> Who knows? We may, may not. But maybe with your idea, our idea, we might be able to bring it together. Um, reach out. Become involved. That, I think that's the main thing. Become involved in your community. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a great, uh, great words I should say to end on because I think community is so important and we need that connection, especially now after the pandemic, now that we can, let's do it because it's, it's vital to life really to keep us happy and healthy. Our yes. younger generation deserves it. Yes. 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 And you're building something for them, which is great. And they can keep it going, which is, is so awesome. Yeah. Well, well I hope she keeps it going when, when, yeah. when I'm done. <laughs> Well, I think she will. <laughs> I will, but she's not going anywhere. <laughs> Wait, Elizabeth, you're too young to be going anywhere yet. You got to keep active there. Even you're in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'm willing her there. She's going to be there. Even if it's at registration, just checking names See off. See that? So you're not, yeah, you're not done, Elizabeth. You got a long no, way to go. I'm not done by a, far, by a long shot. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank you both, Elizabeth and Sabrina Rodriguez, doing so much wonderful work here in Scranton. Uh, I appreciate you guys. This is wonderful. Uh, thank you for taking the time to join me today. Um, and for those of you listening, keep on listening. We've got some great topics coming up in August. We're preparing. Uh, I'm going to talk to some folks about uh, September Suicide Prevention Month, um, some fabulous people who've been touched by that and started a foundation and just additional women. Every week I introduce you to a fabulous woman because I know they have a lot to say. They have a lot to give and I want you to be informed, entertained and inspired. So as I always say at the end of every broadcast, I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Heart and the bottom of my wine glass. Oh. <laughs>